A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. How common it is for people to appear to make a start in the Christian faith, perhaps to make a clear profession of faith, and then, sadly, to be overcome by the world. That is something that seems to happen disturbingly often. And I guess it's something we can all understand. We all, from time to time, feel trapped by the world. And if you feel trapped by the world and your circumstances, then the message of this week is for you. It's actually the message of the whole of Joshua. Because the book of Joshua tells us that God has overcome the world. In Jesus Christ, who said, I have overcome the world, he offers an occupation to any who will come, in a world that he has overcome, but to those who live for him. And uh, we're going to look uh, in this last session that we spend in the book of Joshua this week at the biggest uh, thing there is, which is the work of God. It's what this final Uh, these final closing paragraphs of Joshua address, which is uh, the work of God. Some people argue that uh, these closing paragraphs from verse 29 of chapter 24 to the end are an appendix or an epilogue or a postscript. Actually, I would argue they present a summary and a punchline. They're the story of three burials. It's Monday the 7th of December, and I'm going to start reading from Joshua chapter 24, verse 29. After these things, Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being a hundred and ten years old, and they buried him in his own inheritance at Timnath-Serah, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, north of the mountain of Gash. Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua and had known all the work that the Lord did for Israel. And I'm going to skip verse 32 and go on to verse 33. And Eleazar the son of Aaron died, and they buried him at Gibeah, the town of Phinehas, his son, which had been given him in the hill country of Ephraim. I want to focus on that phrase. Don't worry, we will come back to verse 32 in future days, but at the moment I just want to focus on the phrase at the end of verse 31, the work that the Lord did for Israel. That seems to be the focus of this section, and it has a very important effect. It enables, apparently, the knowledge of that work enables Israel to serve the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua. So we're going to be looking at the work of God, and that is the topic of this week as we unpack uh, these verses. That phrase, the work that the Lord did for Israel, it needs explaining. Firstly, it's worth noticing that the word work is a singular word. It's describing a single coherent action of God. Uh, The word Lord, which comes in capital letters, is the covenant name of God. It's the name by which God discloses himself to his people. His people through which he is in relationship by covenant, by contract, by a special agreement between him and them. 
And then the word for Israel is, of course, just describing the people of God. Israel was the alternative name of of Jacob, who was Abraham's grandson, and the children of Israel are the descendants of Israel, uh, or Jacob, they're sometimes called that. They are the people of God, and they picture uh, what is today the global people of God. So what that phrase is really saying is that God works by disclosing himself to a people. And the question we're going to be unpacking in the days ahead is how does this work of God that the whole book of Joshua presents, how does it reveal itself in the book of Joshua? And how is that going to practically help us? Because, of course, understanding the Bible is understanding how to live in ways that give glory to God and exalt his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, over the days ahead, we're going to picture this and we're going to see what it is that enables us to escape feeling trapped by the world, escape even being overcome by the world, escape our circumstances in the world, preventing us living as we should for Christ. That is the overall message of Joshua, and I pray it will be a great blessing to you in the days ahead. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the work that you did for Israel back in those far-off days of Joshua. And we thank you that that work points ahead to the great work you did for the Lord Jesus Christ, for your people. And we pray, Father, that you would help us to understand that work. And like those who lived in the days of Joshua and the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, they would enable us to serve you with a glad and joysome heart. Please help us in the days ahead. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.